Welcome to the Damn Nation. What's up, folks? I want to ask a question. Does not having the facts mean that it didn't happen? Hmm. That's something I really wanted to ask. I, I was, I was just doing some research and I, I was on Facebook and I happened to come, come upon um, the true assassination of Martin Luther King. And it was really crazy because apparently the family for Martin Luther King uh, won a civil, a civil case. Now, you're going to hear that winning a civil case doesn't mean that a certain party was guilty of anything. It could just mean it was a settlement. And I'm gonna get. And I want to give you an example how ludicrous this sh- shit is. This is gonna be the hot topic. I know uh, white supremacists are gonna love this. But during the OJ case, OJ was proven innocent of not killing his ex-wife, yet. In the civil suitcase, he was found guilty, meaning he was responsible for the death of his ex-wife. The hypocrisy is ridiculous. But this is what I mean by um, the foolishness of how they saying, you know, just because... Martin Luther King's family won the civil suit saying that the FBI was liable. You know, I don't understand how this broken system is still even in existence. How you could win a case for one thing and then that same case you could lose for something else. That, to me, makes no sense. So, where I'm going with this is... The same thing with this fact thing. They got um, <clears throat> they got something called fact something. I forgot what it's called. It's not. I'm not even because I don't even want to promote it. But they apparently claim to fact check everything. So when it came to this, uh, to the smart Luther King, <laughs> so-called conspiracy, their their thing was well, there's no facts. To prove there's no facts to prove this, there's no facts to prove that. Now, say we're back in the days, I don't know, 1700, 1600s, 1500s, before Christ, whatever the case may be. Do you think you do you think you would have facts like paper or proof or film? No, you wouldn't. But certain things by word of mouth would continue on. I don't. I, I'm, I forgot the name of it. I don't know if it was called gold or you should be a gold. They were, uh, you know, African tribesmen who who kept the stories going in their head. They was like walking libraries, and they would tell the stories to the younger nation, the younger people about their history. Now, is this fact? Well, you talk to these to the African people, they'll tell you it's fact. But is it written on paper? Is there a way we can go back? No. So 
facts, I would say, is like it's a matter of opinion, wouldn't you think? Now, of course, when it comes to the Martin Luther King conspiracy, are you going to listen to someone that is not even of your race tell you that what happened to Martin Luther King is not real? I mean, really, that's like your enemy stabbing you and telling the judge, I didn't kill him. Why would I listen to him for? I've said this many a times. The only time I listen to white supremacists is when they talk bad about themselves. If they tell me, yeah, there was a conspiracy to kill black people, more or less, I'm going to believe that. That's just straight up. I'm going to believe that. So, that's that's my whole thing. Excuse me for a minute because I need, I need to top, type something in. Because I've been meaning to do this for a minute too. Bear with me. Do... Now, this whole segment, I'm going to try to make it short as possible, and it, and it might be hard, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be, it's going to be probably hard, I don't know. Um, I was trying to ask the question, you know, about crack being brought in by the United States, you know what I'm saying? So, let's see if this will come up. And it's a conspiracy. (coughs) Theory that became a conspiracy fact. The CIA. Afghanistan's poppy fields in America's growing heroin epidemic. Now, I got this from Global Research. Global research. Okay, let's see. Because I want to skip through all the, you know, craziness. Okay, we see heroin use in the United States increased 60%. 2002. Da da da. Heroin is an increasing problem. Plus, that da 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 da. Obama gives a green light to the heroin epidemic. Mm, okay. Okay, now I'm president. Okay, now let's see. Okay, it says here in 1988, while running for president on the Libertarian Party ticket, uh, a person named Dr. Ron Paul. Highlighted yet another conspiracy theory, and this one doesn't collapse on the investigation. The CIA, Paul told a gathering of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, was involved in trafficking drugs as part of the Iran Contra debacle. Now, I saw this on the news a long time ago. 
Drug trafficking is a gold mine for people who want to raise money in the underground government in order to finance projects that they can't get legitimately. It is very clear that the CIA has been very much involved with drug dealings, Paul said. The CIA was very much involved in the Iran-Contra scandals. I'm not making up the stories. We saw it on television. And this is a fact because I, I remember seeing it on television. They were hauling down weapons and drugs back. And the CIA and government officials were closing their eyes, fighting a war that was technically illegal. The Taliban banned the production of opium in 2000. The war in Afghanistan was mainly about producing opium, which did end up in the streets of Iran, Russia, and China. According to Pravda report in 2015 by William Edstrom, titled Heroin Dealer in Chief, Afghanistan, source of 90% of the world's heroin, stated the impact of Afghanistan's opium production on neighboring countries. <clears throat> Afghanistan, source of 90% of Earth's heroin, ended 90% of Earth's heroin problems when Taliban outlawed opium in 2000. The reason for war in Afghanistan was because Taliban outlawed opium growing, which ended economic wars, opium wars against Iran, Russia, and China. Do you understand that? So in other words, the only reason why this whole Taliban thing happened is because they decided to stop the opium. And we couldn't have that because the opium was affecting Iran, Russia, and China just with the United States once. The heroin epidemic is now affecting cities and towns across the United States. The war in Afghanistan began as an opium war against Iran, Russia, and China. The tables are turning into an opium war against Americans on track to kill 165,000 Americans, 5% of Earth's population, take 60% of painkillers on Earth. Now, if you want to, you can come to this site on your own. It's called Global Research, globalresearch.ca or globearsearch.org. Okay? So, there you go, folks, with that why I believe this. Then I go to another article by News One, and the title says, Does America Hate Black People? I question if the United States government should be considered a hate group because of the consistent, blatant, abusive treatment of black people by our nation, writes Jay Morrison. What do y'all think, man? You think... You, know, you think uh, uh, white America hates black people? You know, do you? I don't know. <laughs> now nah, I'm just joking. Of course I know. You got to understand what I do know is that we are the most hated people on the earth. <clears throat> and there's many other 
I know there's many other there's many other uh, race that'll say they're the ones who are treated the most. But you gotta understand, when I look at other races, I look at how they conform and they fit nicely into American society. I mean, you could tell by the reparations. Here we are, we're getting this uh, this money that's supposed to be given out, right? Yet they talking about they didn't know where to get money to give blacks reparations. I, I just don't understand about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Well, I, I it, it just boggles my mind. You know, we, we, it just boggles my mind. I mean, wow, it's crazy. But do you think that we're being treated well in this country as black people? Do you think so? I don't know. (laughs) But then again, I just told you I was just kidding, of course. Hmm, what's this? Anyway... There's a lot of things I've seen here. There's, you got 21 harsh truths black people don't want to hear. Black people are the most hated people in the country. Why does the world hate black people? I, you know, and these are things that, that come up when, when, you, when you're looking for things like uh, things about black people, period. You could look up the word nigga and I guess black people will come up and stuff like that. Now, I was looking at an article from The Root. I don't usually follow The Root because um, I just don't, you know. But if you're white, you're probably going, oh, it's The Root. And I can and I can understand where, where white people are coming from. Oh, it's bias, it's The Root. And that's the same way I feel if somebody white was saying that. But anyway, in this article... He, told, he says, um, uh, who, who's this one right now? Article Stephen A. Crockett. This guy doesn't even look black, but I'm going to read it anyway. America has a plethora of people and a bunch of haters. For the haters, there are hate groups, and hate groups thrive in this country. So the good people over at 24-7 Wall Street have come up with a list noting 10 states with the most hate groups. Using data from the Southern Poverty Law Center, which notes that there are some 784 active hate groups nationwide. Did you hear that? 784 active hate groups nationwide. That's a lot, man. That's a lot of hate going on and nothing being done. Yet you go, you, but yet America wouldn't even go after themselves to push a of crack cocaine. You know what I'm saying? Who polices the police? But they're not they're not gonna police themselves. That's why I feel like this government is flawed and why black people believe in conspiracy theories. And I went to another uh site called Psypost. It's some random thing I was looking for. But this is the thing 
I already know. Why do black people believe in conspiracies? And why do you think? Well, it says in this article, new researchers found that African Americans who believe that society values them less than others are more likely to believe in race-related conspiracy theories. Duh. Duh. The study published in the European Journal of Social Psychology, more shit meaning they're testing us, indicates that African Americans' beliefs in certain conspiracy theories are driven in part by a need to compensate for social devaluation, which is totally bullshit. That has nothing to do with it. It has something to do with the fact that fact that the government has been unkind to blacks. Uh, JFK, Hoover, anyone? All right. With a background in experimental social psychology, I learned early on in my training how certain groups in society are subject to prejudice and discrimination, and that much of this is systemic and institutionalized. Just after the Trayvon Martin shooting, then-President Obama gave a speech that really moved me. And this, now y'all already know, I'm I'm not a fan of Obama at all. I think he was one of the weakest presidents especially for black people anyway. Uh, but he did, but this is true, you know, uh, it probably was scripted. But anyway, he says there are a few African-American men in this country who have had experience of being followed where they were shopping in the department store. That includes me. There are very few African-American men who haven't had the experience of walking across the street and hearing the locks click on the doors of cars. That happens to be me. Then shut the fuck up. Okay? Of course, my perspective is that of a straight white privileged male, so this description of the African-American experience is very different from my own. But it made me intensely curious about how these kinds of experiences may shape social cognition. At the time, I was teaching predominantly African-American university in the south side of Chicago, and I had met... Already, I'm getting tired of this shit, because to me, it's, it's, leaning, it's leading to some fucking falsehood narrative, and there's really not much to talk about here that is even catching my eye. So we're going to move on from that bullshit, all right? Now, like I said, uh, there's this fucking site called PolitiFact and Fast Check. They claim that they their fact checking is is so accurate. Now remember what I told you about facts. Just because you don't have the facts doesn't mean it isn't true. What do they say? If a tree falls in the forest and no one is around, doesn't make a sound. Okay? Okay? Can we say that again? If a tree falls and no one is around, does it make a sound? Okay? So, always having the facts, or depending on who the one with the facts. What they say with, with the conqueror, if you're the conqueror, you decide what history will be all about. I could say, you know... Blacks are the Egyptians. 
right? And somebody white could go, no, they're then they're not the Egyptians. We used we used the test and da 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 da. We have facts here. I mean, you could tell me anything. You know what I'm saying? But I can also look at the facts and go, hey, those those uh, paintings on the walls, those don't look like white people, man. Those look like black people. And they might say, oh, that's because... Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just saying, oh, oh that's because the, uh, the, the, the weather, uh, there was no air, so it changed the color. Some old bullshit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just some old bullshit. Now, I'll be, I'll be even, I'll be even fair and say, I believe maybe the Egyptians were just the dark colored people. That doesn't necessarily mean they were black. Now, we can get into that. Because I just did some research on that where you got people that look black but aren't black, just like you have people that look white who aren't white. That's just the fact. Let's not get into the fact thing again, right? I mean, that's that's from scientists over the world saying this, you know. I'm not a scientist, so I guess I got to believe what they say, you know. All I'm saying is. Whether it's fact or not, you got to do your own research. But uh, political fact, uh, politi fact and fact fact check are under scrutiny. Because, you know, they they claim they hold politicians uh, accountable. But critics say fact-checking entities are themselves biased. Okay? So this is an article by Mark Hemingway. And I'm just doing this off the cuff. And I'm trying, I'm, I'm going to sift through this as best as I can. Uh, this is the talk of the nation. I'm Neil Conan in Washington. Over the past few years, several news organizations established fact checkers as impartial arbiters to gouge the accuracy of politicians. The best known is probably PolitiFact which won a Pulitzer Prize for what was then the St. Petersburg Times. That column uses a truth-o-meter and labels the biggest howlers with a pants on fire a year ago. The Washington Post inaugurated the fact-checker, which issues one to four Pinocchios. Now, some critics question the accuracy and purpose of the fact-checkers themselves, for alleged bias or for trying to apply absolute terms like true or false to debatable claims. If you read these fact checker columns, do you find them useful? If so, how? So give us a call, email. You can also join the conversation on our website. Now, this is something I might I might uh, get in. I might uh, check out. But the number is 1-800-989-8255. Or you can email talk at npr.org. You can also join the conversation on our website. Go to npr.org. Click on Talk of the Nation. And you can, you know, put your own opinion. Now, I'm going to use my podcast as 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 my uh you know as my uh my uh speak you would say you gotta excuse me man my mind uh 
isn't as sharp as it used to be. But what I'm trying to say is I didn't like fact D check or whatever because they was trying to say, oh, there was no conspiracy in killing Martin Luther King. They're saying that um, the original killer was the original killer. Now, Judge Joe Brown was the actual, I believe, judge or lawyer at the time who was in charge of this whole fiasco with uh, Martin Luther King. Okay, well, look. Here's the conspiracy about the Martin Luther King thing, all right? Number one, they're saying that he wasn't even dead yet when they brought him to the hospital. They're now saying that uh, some type of gentleman who was in the suit came in with two others and they said, let that nigga die. And supposedly they smothered him with a pillow and then they walked out. Now, there are people collaborating this to be true. But these fact fact checkers are saying it's not. But you got to understand something. Are these fact checkers black? No. What, what What are their motives? We don't know. I heard they work for Google, Facebook. And we already know Facebook is already up on a lawsuit for discrimination against one of their own workers. So, and Google just had the recent same problem, saying they talk about diversity, but what the who's diversity? When I hear when I hear groups like Facebook and Google talk about diversity, you know what I think their diversity means? It means white, white gay people. The white LGBTQ, you know what I'm saying? Uh, black people that are welly, well soft spoken, don't seem aggressive. Uh, you know, Will Smith type. Not saying Will Smith. I would never say Will Smith is a soft person. He's not. But I'm just saying he's an accepted person, like Kevin Hart. They're they're accepted, non-threatening black people. So when you hear diversity, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about their diversity is the feminists, the gays, the whole LGBT white people. That's what they mean by diversity. They are not talking about you. They'll even take the Indians, whatever. You know, anybody that acts white, talks white, mannerisms are white. That's who they're talking about. So let's not let's not let's not get it twisted. Okay, let's not get it twisted. And you're probably like, where you going? Uh." Now, there's another site called Mike, M-I-C. And this is eight shocking facts about sterilization in United States history. You had 1849, first bill proposed sterilization for undesirables. Yes, Gordon Linsencombe. A famed Texas biologist and physician proposes a bill mandating the eugenic sterilization of the mentally handicapped and others whose genes he deems undesirable. The bill is never brought to a vote. Two, 1897 to 1909, several United States approved forced sterilization. Michigan, 
Indiana, Pennsylvania, Washington, and California all pass or attempt to pass forced sterilization laws that apply to those with mental handicaps. Three, 1927, United States declares sterilization of handicapped persons constitutional. The United States Supreme Court ruled eight to one that laws mandating the sterilization of the mentally handicapped do not violate the Constitution in the case Buck versus Bell. Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes justified the decision in the following manner. It is better for all the world if instead of waiting to execute degenerate offspring for crime or to let them starve for their imbecility, society can prevent those who manifestly unfit from continuing their kind. Hmm. Four. Nineteen. Now, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with any any of that particular uh, dialect, but I mean, after a while, these, these are people that can't make their own decisions. You know what I'm saying? Now, I could see if you getting rid of some type of disease. I mean, I'm just saying. But as it gets more and more racial, this is when it, to me, this is my opinion. This is to me when it really starts getting crazy, okay? Number four, 1942 Skinner versus Oklahoma. After the atrocities of the Holocaust, the United States Supreme Court reverses its previous decision with the following words. Strict scrutiny of the classification, which a state makes in a sterilization law, is essential. Less unwilling or otherwise discriminations are made against groups or types of individuals in violation of the constitutional guarantee of just and equal laws. The Skinner versus Oklahoma case made it illegal for some lower class felons to be targeted for sterilization. That's crazy, man. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the Minority Report. You're, you're basically thinking, oh, well, I already know the future of this person, so let me let me, let me me kill him off or put him in jail before it get worse. That shit is just fucking, it's fucking crazy. Mind you, I, I already told you I'm not a fan of, of Steven Spurberg and DreamWorks, but I will tell you this. Minority Port was a hell of a fucking movie. I, I brought that movie a long time ago, and it just came on Netflix, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Definitely check out that movie. It was a, it was a good, good fucking movie. Anyway, Chapter 5. 1965, sterilization of Puerto Rican women reaches 30%. The result of a sterilization campaign in the island of Puerto Rico that began shortly after World War I left 30% of the women there unable to have children by 1965. The earliest governor of Puerto Rico is cited as saying that there were too many unskilled laborers and not enough jobs in the island. This long sterilization campaign resulted in this practice becoming the birth control of choice for Puerto Rican women, a remarkable feat in a mostly Catholic society where birth control was illegal up to 1930. Wow. Hmm. It's crazy. Number six, 1970, Nixon administration funds sterilization. Now, 
this is literally three years before I was born. So you figure that out. Through increases in Medicaid funding and the passage of the Family Planning Services and Population Research Act of 1970, the Nixon administration widely offered sterilization of low-income Americans, primarily women of color, 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 color. Independent reports will later indicate that many of the doctors performing these procedures do not follow informed consent protocols, deeming the sterilizations involuntary as a matter of practice. So they wasn't even telling people that they was getting sterilized. This is in your great U.S. of America, K.K.A. America. Yeah, right? So I know I'm going to get a lot of haters and, you know, they butt going to be sore. And if you don't like it, get out of here. Where am I going to (laughs) go when you're not there? So number seven, 1973 to 1976. So there you go. I was born. You know what I'm saying? I was three years old. 3,406 Native American women sterilized without permission. This is in America, y'all. The United States government recently admitted, okay, now we're going to hear these people, oh, this is no, ain't no facts here. The United States government admitted the forcing thousands of Native American Indian women to be sterilized. The procedures even included 36 women who were under 21 years old, despite laws prohibiting anyone 21 years and younger from receiving the procedure. Dr. Pinkerton Yuri found that 25% of Native American Indian women have been sterilized without their consent. Pinkerton Yuri also found that the Indian Health Service has singled out full-blooded full-blooded Indian women for sterilization procedures. Uh, no wonder why when I see these Indians on the, on the, on the, uh, on their, uh, what you doing? I'm talking about on their land. They ain't looking Indian. Just forget about the $5 Indians. I have yet to see a real native American. I, as a matter of fact, I did see one in real life, but, um, as far as on their reservation, uh, who are the, they showed sure on the casinos. I've been to a tobacco uh, joint in the reservation, and I'm not bullshitting. They look white as shit. White. White. Pale as that white doodle. You ever seen white doodle and when it ain't brown no more and it be in the winter? Yo, that looking like that, bro. And I'm like, nah, these ain't Native Americans, kid. In total, it is estimated that as many as 25 to 50% of Native American women were sterilized between 1970 and 1976. This is sick, man. This is the America that y'all all praise. This is, this is that America. Eight. 1909 through 1979, 20,000 operations performed in California. In a 70-year period, 70-year period, 1979. (sighs) Hold on, hold on. 
got a call here.